Don't you just love Easter? Wow, 50 days of celebration. That's pretty neat, isn't it? And uh, what a wonderful time it is as we think about the beautiful resurrection of our Lord and all the many things that he's done for us. As always, it is so good to be with you this evening, and let me say that you're fantastic. I was thinking about you this week, and that I love you with all my heart, and I genuinely mean that as well. Well, this evening is called Good Shepherd Sunday, and it couldn't be more perfect for the times we're living in. We've, we've had a lot of things going on in the last year with COVID and stuff, and what a beautiful image Jesus uses. As a matter of fact, the illustration of shepherd and sheep is something that is used prolifically within the scriptures. Did you know this? That shepherd is mentioned a hundred times and sheep are mentioned 400 times. That's how popular and that's how commonplace sheep and shepherd were in the, in the nation of Israel that day. So people, one thing that was very important is when you talked about it, they could understand, they could relate. Did you know this about sheep? Did you know that sheep are totally dependent upon their shepherd? And that's why Jesus and others use it extensively as an illustration because it's an exceptionally good illustration for understanding that the same our utter dependence upon God that's the thing that the saints really like to write about when they talk when they think about that good shepherd utter dependence upon God and that's a that's a safe place to be that's a good place to be actually I can't think of any better place that you would want to be than resting in the arms of God and what we see is that animals, uh, the sheep had been primarily, by this time that Jesus was on the scene, they were primarily, they were domesticated. And they were domesticated because of their wool. It wasn't so much for the other, other things that you could, you could receive from sheep, but it was because of their wool. And so the shepherd was always taking care of the sheep very closely, everything. As a matter of fact, it, it was said, if you look at some of the early writings of the history of that time, that if, if the sheep got away from the shepherd, it was highly unlikely that they were going to live in the wild. They just didn't know how to take care of themselves. They utterly depended upon God. And one of, the fav one of my most favorite images, it's an oldie, I bet some of you can remember it, when I think about the sheep and the shepherd, it's a store, it's a picture, it's an image of Jesus as the shepherd, as the good shepherd, leaning over a steep, high, rocky cliff, grabbing on to a lamb and pulling it back up to safety. And that's one of the most beautiful images that I know of the sheep. And the, see, the lamb strayed off. The lamb got lost, and when it got lost, it got into trouble. And there's this picture, it's sort of like the way life is today. I, within the picture, there's these large predatory birds that are hovering over. They're just waiting to, to pounce down upon the shepherd or the sheep. Puts the sheep 
on his shoulders and carries him back to the flock. Uh, what a beautiful image that is. So I guess you could say this, as goes the shepherd, so goes the sheep. And that's very true. That's why there's three types of shepherds listed in the scriptures. Did you know that? There's the good shepherd, there's the bad shepherd, and then there's no shepherd at all. Uh, if you go into books like Ezekiel and Isaiah and uh, Jeremiah, there's a lot about the bad shepherds of that day, the, the priests that had, had led the people astray, but how that God promised he would be the shepherd for his people and that he would raise good shepherds, Jesus says, after his flock. Well, that's a beautiful image. Which one do you think Jesus is? Is he the bad shepherd or the good shepherd? Well, that's a dumb question, isn't it? Well, of course, he's the good shepherd. He even says it in the scriptures. Now, what's the qualities of a good shepherd? You might want to know this. Well, the best place to look is the 23rd Psalm. It is the Psalm of the shepherd because it's considered to be a typical day from the sheep's perspective. Uh, it, it's, it's the sheep, and uh, they're sort of get gaining perspective of what a good shepherd looks like. So... From their vantage point, they should know. What does it look like? Well, the good shepherd is my provider. He is my guide, and he is my protector. He leads me to fresh water that's easy to get a drink from. Abundant fields of grass to graze upon. Shade during the hottest part of the day. Constant protection from wild beasts. Is happy. Is happy happy when he finds me since I'm prone to stray away. I'm prone to wander off sometimes. He applies ointment to my nose and to my eyes to keep the flies from bothering me. He shears me when the weight of the wool becomes such a burden. He is gentle in leading me if I'm with young. He carries my lambs in his arms he attends to me when I'm not feeling well, and he binds my wounds. Isn't that a beautiful image? Wow. Wow. And what did we hear in uh, 1 John, the, the letter that it was talking tonight about how that we're his children. He loves us. It's an amazing kind of thing. But that's the love that the shepherd has for us. So here's a couple more good qualities of the good shepherd. He gathers me in the sheep pen at night and stands at the gate so that I can sleep without any kind of worry. He's willing to give up his life. We heard that so clearly today. He's willing to give up his life to stay off the wolf, the bear, or the lion should they try to attack. Let me ask you, do you find those images comforting? Do they do, they do something to you? Do they just sort of settle you well boy they sure do me i mean i can wow uh, my uh, my level of intensity and anxiety it really goes down when i think about the good shepherd and that i can utterly depend upon him because he is our provider he is our guide and he is our protector and one of the most moving illustrations i think that jesus shares about being the good shepherd is found in the sixth chapter of Mark. Listen to this. When he went ashore, he 
He saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Sheep without a shepherd. You know, Jesus wept when he looked over Jerusalem. He wept when he looked at the crowds because he was a shepherd. He had the heart of a shepherd. He loved people. He loves you. And so what does he do? It says that he begins to teach them many things. He encourages them, doesn't he? He supports them. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing, And what we are called to do. What's another one of those beautiful verses of the shepherd? Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and what will I give you? Rest. You need rest. You need rest in your life tonight. Whew. Well, this is the place to come. Jesus said, come to me, and I'll give you rest. So let me quickly share with you as we close one practical point out of the reading on learning how to come a-running. Now, there's no G on that because that's how we say it if you were in the mountains of eastern, southeastern Kentucky. To come a-running when you hear the voice of our beloved shepherd because a sheep has learned they only come, they only recognize the voice of their shepherd and they will only come to him. Why? Because they've learned to trust in him. Once again, it gets back to that notion of trust. And, and I, as I was thinking about that, I could not help but think of, there's a beautiful, beautiful passage in Hosea when God is talking about his sheep that have strayed away. But he says this, he says that when I roar like a mighty lion, he says those cubs are going to come a-running. And then when I thought about that, I thought about my mom. Can you remember those days when you were out in the backyard playing? I don't know what she's playing. I like play a lot of football and stuff like that. Mom would reach her head out the door and say, come and get it. Come and eat. It's time for dinner. And boy, would we go a-running to her because we trusted her and we knew that she had good things in store for us. And that's what the Lord is calling us to do today in our lives, to increase our trust in God. It, that's one of the big messages of Jesus because it's the surest pathway to peace, especially when times are challenging because it's making the best out of a difficult situation. And what we can learn and what we've learned over these last few months is that life is fragile, isn't it? It's not simple, it's not easy. And we have less control over our lives than we think that we do. But, but it's in times like these that we are called to abandon ourselves, to trust God utterly, radically, and yes, even recklessly. That's the only place in the scripture, in the Bible, where we hear the saints talk about being reckless. It's called reckless love. Just being reckless when it comes to love. We just, we just love God so much because we go to him. So remember the words of Jesus that he said at his fifth resurrection appearance. He said, children, stop doubting and believe. Believe in me. Come unto me and I'll give you rest for your weariness. A couple of thoughts for reflection. St. Padre Pio wrote this, 
He says, I feel a great desire to abandon myself to a deeper trust in Jesus. Let me ask you a question tonight. Are you trying to make the best out of a difficult situation? It may not be COVID. It may be some other situation. or It may be several situations. Are you making the best out of it by learning to trust Jesus more fully as your shepherd, as the shepherd of your soul? And the second thing is this. This is something the saints taught me. Over the course of the day, especially when times are difficult, repeat the words of divine mercy. You know what they are? Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. And I find great comfort when it's really tough in life. And sometimes I may say that several hundred times a day. But boy, does it stick with me. We can only think of one thing at a time. So if you're, if you're talking about trusting Jesus, it's hard to be worried about all your problems and things like that. And it reminds you that the shepherd is watching over you. God bless all of you. I love you with all my heart.